Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about to books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I am your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney. Sydney, it's a, it was a, a big week this week here at the McElroy Ranch. That's I'm true. Trying that out. Yeah. McElroy Ranch. McElroy Ranch? Kind of. I don't know. That's a little much. I don't think that. we have enough land for it to be a ranch. That's fair. We were celebrating your mom's birthday. That's true. Uh, uh, this week. My mom's birthday week. Birthday week. Yes. Birth your mom... Week. Your mom doesn't narrow her. She doesn't limit herself to one birthday. Well, why limit yourself to just one day when you could just be born every day for several days and then get more presents? Give the quick version of why your mom does not have a birthday or just so, one birthday. My mom does have a birthday, multiple. She uh, when she was when she turned 16, uh, her dad per- picked her up from school to take her to get her driver's license. And he had stopped by the courthouse to get a copy of her birth certificate beforehand. And when he did so, he got she got in the car all excited to go get her license. And he said, I have some bad news. You are 15 still. Now, how'd that happen? Well, she was told until she was just about 16 years old that her birthday was February 20th. However, when they went to get her birth certificate on her 16th birthday, it said February 21st. That is crazy. Yes. So, yeah, she, she does not. She has two birthdays, basically. Yes. Uh, her, her mother always swore that it was the 20th. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a nun in the delivery room who swore it was the 19th, strangely enough. That is weird. Uh, but her birth certificate says the 21st. So I try to be safe, cover all bases. I figure, hey, mom deserves it. She can have two to three birthdays consecutively if she wants to now the funny thing about your mom learning that way is of course your mom wouldn't have been able to get her driver's license and is still not permitted to because of her left-handedness wait what right as we all know left-handed people uh all the knobs and switches and stuff on the right side so left-handed people are not permitted to drive it's just one of many challenges that left-handed people have faced in our country. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, yes, my mom is left-handed, but... And yes, your mom can't drive. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you can answer for that later. Um, although you're one to talk, really. Fair. I mean, okay, yeah. that's fine. Uh, but left-handed people can, can drive, but honey. But they can't it's, vote, which is weird. Whoa, no, they can. Okay. They can. What... You don't seem to know much about left-handed people. Well, Sydney, that sounds like an opportunity to me, a podcast <laughs> opportunity. 
Would you like to know more about handedness? Would you Justin? like to know more? Yes, I would. Okay. I think it's about time since you apparently think that left handed people can't drive or vote legally in this country. Mm-hmm. School me. Um, I do want to say thank you to Christopher, by the way. Thanks, Christopher. He suggested this topic. If you want to suggest handedness. Top, if you want to suggest a topic for our show, you can email us sawbones at maximumfun.org. Um, so the thing about uh the, the concept of handedness or like uh, or lateralization, you may hear it. The idea that you favor the use of one hand over the other, basically, mm-hmm. is that um, this has probably been around this. The humans, you know, uh, prefer to use one hand as long as humans have been around. Mm, makes sense. Um, if we go back like one and a half million years ago and look at tools that that early humans used, we can tell from the way that they were chiseled and then the way they were used, like the wear and tear on them, if they were predominantly used by the right or left hand, Hmm. which I think is kind of interesting. Also weird, if we look at those tools, we find that there was a slight right-handed predominance at the time, but only like 56%. So we had a lot of left-handers back then. That's the thought. There is the theory too that as tools got more refined, we um, we saw more and more evidence that you were they were using their right hand to make them, so that the idea was that the tools or the early tools were so rough, it could have been made they could have been made by either hand really. It's easier to tell as time goes on. So yeah, the more detailed tools we could easily tell, but um, but it may indicate that for a while humans were almost fifty fifty left and right handers, um, but then this changed as time went on. Uh, we can also tell, you know, another way we figure this out is um, tooth wear. Of of what? We look at their teeth and we see um, which side shows the most wear and tear. And then they can reconstruct which hand they use to hold the food. Wow, that's bizarre. Isn't that crazy? That's really crazy. And so they, they could also tell that it was more common to hold your food in your right hand, which we would interpret as being, you know, right handed. So, that's the thought. So roughly 44% back at the beginning of time. Where are we at more recently? So uh, there must have been some kind of evolutionary advantage, I guess, to right-handedness because we slowly see the proportion shift to about at about 10,000 years ago, 10% of the population was probably left-handed. And that's about the same today. So... It shifted and then has remained really steady ever since. That's weird. Do you think that left-handed people are still on a downturn? Like, do you think they'll eventually be bred out of existence? Well, I mean, in the last 10,000... Like, 10, like 000... many other imperfections? Okay. It Now, see, you're going to make a lot of... Well, you're going to make 10%, 10% of, of our, our listeners, listeners. <laughs> very upset. No, because it's not necessarily a disadvantage. And, I mean, the you know, for the last 10,000 years, it stayed pretty steady. Hmm. That's weird that it would get to a certain spot and hover there. It is kind of weird. Um, now, that varies from culture to culture, and part of that is genetics, of course. But then part of it is also thought to be because, as I'll talk about, left-handed people have been discriminated against historically and have also been encouraged to become right-handed. Because the history of medicine is nothing if not a history of discrimination through the ages. Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't miss a beat when it comes to discriminating against minorities. Whatever the minority, we're not picky. Find people's differences, treat them for them, and, and then discriminate them. against them. Yeah. Um, so, so, like, if you look at uh, some Eastern cultures, 
you will find um, like one percent of the population is left handed. And that may be because they're more rigid about correcting. And I use that loosely correcting uh, left handedness. Whereas in, you know, our country, you would see maybe 10 to 12 percent. So somewhere in that range. Um, And then, of course, like I said, genetics is part of that. Uh, But as I mentioned, throughout the ages, um, right handedness has been associated. And I mean, in all these times where we have writings and, you know, things to indicate how people felt at the time, um, right handed people would have been the predominant people. I mean, the, the you know the vast majority would have been right-handed, uh, but right-handedness was seen as uh, not divine, but definitely better. Better, definitely. Yeah, better. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Well, you would. You're right-handed. <laughs> Full disclosure: we both are. Yeah, we we tried to interview some experts on the topic, and so sorry this is coming from people who could never really put themselves in your shoes. We can't understand, we or can't in live or in your, your gloves. Yeah. <laughs> In your well, weird no, I mean, shoes you can... that are both the same. No, wait. Hold on. I think they're all the same. I okay. think hand, I think gloves and shoes are the same, Okay, honey. okay. <laughs> you just tie them differently. Wrongly. Uh, if you look back at, like, the gods in Egyptian cultures, Greek cultures, Mesopotamian cultures, um, they always blessed or healed people with their right hands, and then their left hands were used for cursing people. Mm-hmm. Um the Egyptians in their, you know, writings and paintings depicted all of their enemies as left-handed. It's interesting, isn't it, that the majority decides that whatever is, whatever most of us are doing is probably the thing that is holy. Exactly. And correct and right and blessed. Well, and can you imagine if you were a left-handed Egyptian? Ugh. I mean, I guess you wouldn't be. You wouldn't tell anybody. It'd be a terrible secret. Although it would, it would have been the much end easier. Of the, the end of the the crying game uh, that's written in, in <laughs> Sanskrit is is uh, at the end. It turns out that the right-handed person has been left-handed the entire time. <laughs> in the hieroglyphics, that's, a huge, that's such version. a huge twist. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's hard to discern from the hieroglyphics because they don't have like letters or anything. But well, you they, can tell. I mean, they do. Eh, I agree. They're disagree. just pictures, but yeah. Well, anyway, um, you also, of course, you ate with your right hand. Um, now, as we move forward in history, that's for very practical reasons. Um, you Most people ate with their right hand, so it was convenient to eat with your right hand, you sure. know, because it was, it, most people were right-handed. And if we're looking at a time when we did not have, for instance, toilet paper, your left hand was necessary for um, less savory tasks. That is a delicate way of putting that, my dear. <laughs> I'm trying. So uh, you would always for, want to be for, consistent. For sin paper. <laughs> Dirty duty. Ew, don't say that. But you would always, you would want to be consistent and use one hand for eating and one hand for, you know, everything else. <laughs> um, everything else. And it was just customary. It was tradition that you would use your right hand for eating because most people did. Um, and then, of course, everybody's heard the, you know, the expression, you're my right hand man, you will be on my right hand side, you are, you are my right hand. And obviously, that is an expression of favor, you know, the right. most treasured, the most blessed. Right. The best hand. The best hand. <laughs> uh, the Greeks agreed that left handedness was probably bad, and they were the first to start uh, correlating it with criminals. So if you were left-handed, you were probably a thief or a murderer or a liar. 
That's so in you know it's it's really uh, we're joking. We're, listen, we like to have a lot of fun here, but it is really interesting that like you can track a lot of it's really interesting as a case study for how we treat minorities, right? Because this could not be more benign as an idea, right? right? Like it could not be more like it it is on par with butter side up, butter side down in terms <laughs> of like ridiculousness of it. But we still have this propensity to uh, suspect people who are th- the slightest bit different just because their thumbs are backwards. It Well, it really is. And when you consider that as we move through history, um, pe- these were t- like periods of time where not everyone would be writing even. Mm-hmm. You know, the most obvious manifestation of your handedness is which hand you write with today because we all learn how to write. Right. But we're dealing with certain times in human history where the majority of people wouldn't have even been writing. So we're just mad at people for, I don't know, the way that they sew or the hand they hold their scythe in when they're harvesting. I mean, like, really, this (laughs) is what we're mad about. (laughs) Um, uh, Plato thought that it was purely a learned activity. Uh, Well, there were some like Aristotle disagreed and said, no, I think there's something you know, in innate about it. Pe- you know, kids tend to favor one hand or the other early on, and I think there's something about it that is just part of who you are. Plato was like, no, 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 no. This is the fault of shoddy mothering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he blamed it all on bad mothers and bad nurses who basically didn't discipline their children enough, and if you don't discipline your kid enough, the way he rebels is to use his left hand. It's a very mild rebellion. Um, in general... They broke people into two categories, um, and this just throws in, you know, what they think about women. So, uh, on one hand, you would have things of um, the male persuasion associated with uh, straight, light, good, all on the right side of the body, all on the, on the right side of everything, and then on the left, you would have women, and they were crooked and dark and evil. All right, but also creative. At the time, that wasn't something that we we believed. Um, they did believe that uh, female children came from the left testicle, for sperm from the left testicle. <laughs> Which Just is because a, we didn't know how anything worked didn't stop us from guessing about basically everything, no, right? It's like, we think left is bad, and we don't like women as much as men, we know so. you have two nuggies. So, like, the left one is probably where the girls are. Yeah, the girls. Sperm. We, well, we don't even know about sperm because we're <laughs> weird old cavemen who are just guessing about everything. Or Greeks, but or Greeks, okay. Same thing. <laughs> they lived in caves. Well, they have houses. Yeah, right. I wonder if there were any like horrible, horrible surgeries done as a result of this. Just to see if the 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 sperm on in the left one were like wearing skirts or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they did think there were little like human humanoid things inside sperm for a while god yeah Just tiny tiny little people taking shots in the dark yeah well they didn't think the woman was important at all so all of it came from the man sure right. the woman just grew it yeah right. it was her punishment yeah I, I floated that idea past you when you got pregnant it didn't seem to get a lot of traction yeah it didn't gain a lot of ground no a lot of that humor doesn't sit as well with me now much like undercooked eggs does not does not agree anymore. She's not allowed to have those. I'm no, they, I I agree with them, but society doesn't agree with my ability to eat them. <laughs> Thanks, doc. Thanks, doctors. Thanks a lot. Science. I miss my runny eggs. 
Why did you even do that research? Why open that Pandora's box? You knew the effect it would have on people. You knew all we wanted were some some sunny side up eggs. We could have just on our bacon and listen. The w- listen, we've studied a lot of medical history over the past few months. We don't need an answer for everything. We will just say it's like I don't know. Every once in a while, sometimes after I gotta eat eggs, a ghost sickness. <laughs> I don't know. Go figure. I can't figure it out. Anyway, back to my eggs. And you know, in another fifty years, they're going to be telling all pregnant women to eat as many runny eggs as possible, so it doesn't matter. Your baby's needing f- for fuel. Hurry, eat some runny eggs and sushi, and wash it down with a couple beers. Bill Gates's mom. She ate runny eggs all the time. She loved them. <laughs> uh, it, so back to handedness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In ancient Japan, you could, uh, so let's say I'm left-handed and we are ancient Japanese people. You You're taking me on a lot of emotional journeys on this episode. <laughs> I've been to, I've been a left-handed person in ancient Egypt, left-handed person in ancient Japan. I feel like I'm playing uh, left-handed where in time is Carmen San Diego. <laughs> that was not as popular no, as the original. Not, yeah, not a big seller. <laughs> uh, well, if I'm left-handed, you could have divorced me. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have for what it's worth. Oh, thanks. No problem. I would have been a, a social outcast. Your weird southfall. <laughs> Sorry, I got really into my character, a left-handed ancient Japanese man. Mm-hmm. Is that what they would have said, you weird southpaw? Bound by culture, torn ancient, by time. No, I don't speak Japanese, Japanese Sydney. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't. I didn't prep for the episode. Next time, could you learn Japanese before we start? Uh, yes. Okay, thanks. Hi. So you're familiar with the custom of shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really having to think outside have, the box a lot. Have you it? ever sh- have you ever shaken anyone's hand? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. You work on the internet. Yes, but I mean, is, I, is, I, I do have to go to Panera Bread every once in a while. <laughs> Whose hand do you shake at Panera Bread? <laughs> the bread maker. Do I say, oh, this is excellent. This is this is an excellent rye. Shake my! I want to shake the hand of whoever made this pumpernickel. <laughs> is there a digital equivalent to shaking hands, like on the internet? Like you meet somebody new on the internet, do you do anything? Uh, sometimes people type fist bump. I guess. Are you serious? Some people, not myself. You know, I, I see. I work in the real world, so I don't know. <laughs> in the analog world, where you shake hands. Can we get back to the topic at hand? I feel like you're really distracting us. Okay, shaking hands with your various chronological journeys. So shaking hands has been around for a long time. Um, the original, the or the origin of it, or the thought is that it was a Roman custom, and where it came from was you, traditionally you would carry your weapon in your right hand because mm-hmm. again it was assumed that everyone was right-handed, and in order to show a person that you were meeting that you meant no harm and that you were not carrying a weapon, you would touch right hands, and so that evolved into shaking hands. Hmm. So, as interesting as that is. That didn't prove anything if you're left-handed, though. That was why the left-handed people were some of those powerful warriors. Because they could be shaking hands, and then what's that? Oops. They have a sword behind their back. Dark in your throat. There was was some... I read that in some cultures, it actually evolved the opposite way briefly in in some specific tribes. Because you would drop your shield as a way of showing good faith. And so then you would use your left hand because you carried your shield in your left hand. Hmm. But that's not most of human history, so right. we'll ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> away it's with in the minority, so away we'll with ignore your, it. <laughs> away with you, anecdote that doesn't fit our arc. We're done with you. Um, a lot of people think that the tradition of wearing a wedding ring is because we believed that, on your left hand, I mean, is because that we believe there was a vein, your love vein. Have you heard that? That mm-hmm. connects your the finger, your sure, ring finger yeah. on your left hand to your heart. Um, 
Uh, and yes, many people believe that, that, but it was also to help ward off the evil of your left hand <laughs> from yourself. Keep it in its place. <laughs> Keep it there in, in your hand. Your wedding ring used to be tied to a string that would be affixed to your jeans. So it couldn't get, <laughs> much like in the film Idle Hands, it couldn't, it couldn't get up to, to shady business of its own volition. Let's talk about medieval times. Perfect. Like I'll the medieval, not the restaurant. Uh, uh, well, okay, I've just lost interest. <laughs> um, in the medieval times, of course, the church really got into the oppression of left-handed people. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. They were into oppressing everyone. Um, they believed that left-handed people were consorting with the devil. Um, during the days of the witch trials, being left-handed was evidence enough to convict a woman of witchcraft. Yikes. Based on that alone, you could burn her at the stake, throw her off a bridge, whatever. Brutal. Um, and it was used during the Inquisition as an indication that you were a heathen. You think people would be, get better at hiding it? I'm sure there were a lot of people who did. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were there were many left-handed people who just, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it you weren't writing, like, so I guess. Somebody would just catch you? You just eat with your right hand? You, I, I, I guess the best thing to do would be to throw something at them. <laughs> right? You've got to get down to instinct. <laughs> See what happens? Yeah. That seems mean. Um, in the 18th and 19th century, uh, that was when we started trying to re-educate children. I mean, and, I mean, in theory, they were probably always trying to do that on some level, but it became institutionalized that if a child showed um, a predisposition to use their left hand in school, uh, they would, you know, just tell them not to punish them for it corporal punishment was part of that Um, and then in some cases they would just tie the child's left hand behind their back Mm -hmm. in school so they couldn't use it Um, there was a 19th century physician that you can still find if you do like um, a literature search for like actual scholarly research on handedness which I did Um, then uh, you will find this guy uh, Caesar Lambroso and his writings on left-handedness are still you can like dig them up and he studied tons of different things um not just handedness but different facial characteristics that were associated with what he thought to be criminal or you know some sort of uh perverse behavior um and a lot of what he focused on were racial differences so you can imagine yeah he's fairly infamous um a lot of this research is not real so to speak (laughs) accurate Uh, right correct and so, of course, when he studied left-handers, uh, another minority, um, he found all kinds of bad things about them. He associated it with savagery and pathological behavior and wrote all kinds of things about how if your kid was a left-hander, they were going to be a criminal when they grew up. But they um, aren't. No. Uh, Paul Broca, for whom parts of the brain are named, mm-hmm. uh, was around... Like Broca's... Area. Area. Good yeah, job. I remember that. <laughs> uh there's there's an aphasia name for him too yeah yeah uh he he was around at the same time and he was figuring out the idea of hemispheric dominance so kind of what you mentioned about how left-handed people should be more creative mm-hmm. it's because they're right-brained right sure so they're right-brain dominant you're le- this left hand feels dominant. like a trick i'm gonna say no, it right now I'm like you're luring me into admitting the wrong thing i'm saying you know this stuff okay the, you right. could teach all right yeah, so well. so if you're right-handed what side student what side is dominant what if you're right-handed yeah which side <laughs> come 
on. You got this. It's, it's you know, it's open to interpretation. It's the left. It's you the know left. this. There's no trick here. Right. There's not a trick. There's no trick. And Broca was figuring out this concept at the same time that this crazy Lambroso guy was writing about how left-handed people were all going to jail. Um, but unfortunately... We just, there wasn't much interest in it. So it didn't help anybody. It wasn't until the 1970s that people started rediscovering this and going, what does that mean if you're right-brained or left-brained? And I mean, it clearly means more than just, I like art and I like math. Mm-hmm. So um, in, the, in the late 19th and going into the 20th century, we're going into like the Victorian time and everybody had these weird ideas about like what a perfect person was. Mm-hmm. And so part of that was uh, a guy named John Jackson founded the Ambidextral Culture Society. What the hell is that? Well, what he said was, forget this light, right and left-handed nonsense. Think how much better off we'd all be if we could all use both hands. Oh my God. Do you realize how little you must have to worry about in the Victorian era if you were devoting any of your mind jelly units to trying to make your left hand be good at things. <laughs> Can I, these people must have had money and time to spare. But or well, I mean, let's like let's be more honest. They didn't have TV. Like, well, yeah, I gotta fill true. the hours somehow. I might as well write my name a hundred times with my left hand. Here we go. Oh, it's it's eight o'clock already. Time for bed. Man, I love Victorian times. <laughs> I wonder if this became like unpopular the moment like radio programs were introduced. Did you hear this? <laughs> I'm never gonna write my name again. Forget that. Forget this left hand. I'll just live with it. Um, this was not very popular. <laughs> hmm. uh, this was short lived. Yeah. Um, and I mean, most right-handed people did not feel the need to use their left hand because, as is true a lot of times today, it's the devil. No, <laughs> the world is created for right-handed people. Unfortunately, for left-handers. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, everybody. Um, in the mid 20th century, we were still uh, discriminated against lefties. Um, a psychoanalyst named Abram Blau. Uh, still was writing, you know, their their official psychological papers published that this was the result of uh, perversity and emotional negativity. So if you're amazing, so so like two millennia after Plato, he's still banging that drum. Yep, that if you're a really negative person, you end up left-handed. <laughs> it was kind of like, and he he likened it to if your child refuses to eat their vegetables, that, with, you know, with their with the right hand, with the right hand. <laughs> He thought that um, he warned that if you didn't fix, you know, again, I'm using air quotes, fix your left handed child, they would become stubborn, rebellious, rigid and obsessed with cleanliness. Not a bad, not Does a bad thing. Does it seem like there. the worst thing in the world? No. Well, Sounds, you, of course, you wouldn't think that. I would I would think that I would hope my my future child will be at least into cleanliness. It depends on if it's coming from me or you, really. Yeah. Good luck, kid. Best yeah. of luck. I hope I hope our child likes to clean because I don't. Yeah, I need some help around the house. Um, now with the A little chimney sweep, <laughs> that'd be nice. As we as we move into the mid 1900s, uh, a guy named John Dewey started, um, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who are in the education fields that know this name. I'm not as familiar with him, but he kind of fathered the progressive education movement. Um, and part of that was that we should treat left-handed people like they're normal. Because These they radicals. Are. Um, so at the same time as we, you know, the, the idea in public school was to stop 
trying to correct left-handedness, um, they're still in some parochial schools uh, existed even into the 60s and 70s the belief that left-handedness was something to be corrected and they would the children would be chastised again punished and i mean physically punished and accused of being either the devil or a communist <laughs> there were a lot of other countries you know we've talked a lot about the u.s but um, a lot of the soviet bloc countries uh banned left-handedness it was mandatory to use your right hand in spain italy um any of the Iron Curtain countries. Uh, it was illegal and punishable as a crime in Albania. Yikes. Um, but of course today that mostly has passed. Uh, the world, as I mentioned, is still largely designed for right-handed people, which is, doesn't seem very fair. Um, and there are still some people today who try to adapt to use the right hand because of that, but it is not institutionalized. For the most part, people are good about accepting that, you know, it's just a normal thing. Please leave it, the lefties alone. Do you think it's something that you could that you could correct, like that it will ever feel right, or do you think that y- you know it's always going to feel like you're pushing the boulder up the hill? I, I think you know it's hard to imagine, but uh, there are certainly a lot of examples of left-handed people who develop the ability to at least write with the right hand or do some tasks, you know, some degree of ambidexterity. Um, probably as a result of being forced to when they were younger. Uh, that's pro- that's part of why, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot with left-handed people is there have been a lot of studies. Are there health differences? Mm-hmm. Are you more likely to develop certain diseases? Is your life expectancy less? And some of the life expectancy studies are really flawed because if you look at people in their 20s, you'll find this 10 percentish number of left-handers. But if you look at people above 50, you'll find like 5%. But it's probably not because left-handed people aren't living that long. Mm-hmm. It's because these are still people who may have been corrected as children. Corrected, again, in air quotes. Right. So, so these, are, these may have been people who were born lefties but have been changed into right-handed people in their lives. So I don't know. I think time will really tell if that's true or not. Um, that's the same thing. There, there's supposedly an increased risk of breast cancer among left-handed women. There's actually been a few studies that have shown this, um, and it's not that left-handedness causes you to get breast cancer. It's the same risk factors that they think may predispose you to cancer also make you left-handed. Weird. Uh, it has to do with estrogen exposure when you're in the uterus. Um, but this is very highly criticized, I should mention. These are really controversial studies. Nobody is really clear that this is, that this is true. This is a hypothesis. Um, there is no increased risk of, uh, risk of schizophrenia. Did that used to be a Yes, theory? that was a commonly held belief that there was an increased risk of anxiety, schizophrenia, and all kinds of psychiatric disease among left-handers. Uh, that, is not, that is not thought to be true anymore. And of course, lots of people have, have managed to overcome their disability to become <laughs> uh, successful people in their own right. Well, again, not a disability. Um, But there are a lot of famous um, left-handed people. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you look online, you'll find lots and lots of lists. Now, I should warn you, there are lots of untruths. Really? But uh, many of our presidents have been left-handed. Barack Obama, our current president, is left-handed. James Garfield, Herbert Hoover, Henry Truman, um, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton. Now, Ronald Reagan was actually initially left-handed, but he trained himself to be right-handed. Huh. I think that sounds very Reagan-esque. 
It was the majority thing. A lot of grant. It was of, the yeah. It was the most popular thing to do. So mm-hmm. hey, I'll go with it. Um, there, uh, Bill Gates, sure, was left-handed uh, or is left-handed. Oprah Winfrey, um, Babe Ruth, Jimi Hendrix was left-handed. Paul McCartney, lots of lots of creative people. David Bowie. Lady you know Gaga. you have to. Uh, you know you have to, to string your guitar differently. I didn't know that. Yeah, you got to string the. You have to put the strings uh, upside down basically that makes sense yeah i this is also the one time that i think you would ever read a list that includes Jimi hendrix paul mccartney david bowie and justin bieber all together <laughs> it's fine company it's for the biebs i know this is the this is the best list he will ever be a part of i would say you know that there are um positions in baseball you mentioned babe ruth positions in baseball that left-handed there are a lot of great left-handed pitchers uh but there's some Positions that left-handers uh, very rarely, almost never play, like catcher, uh, yeah. and shortstop, because the position they have to get in to cover and throw from and that to position. throw or like third base. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I can I can see that. I it, don't think there's been a, a catcher. I think is the most notable one. I don't think there's been a, a left-handed catcher in quite a long time, like since 1900, like a crazy amount of time. You know, it was also thought that uh, lefties are better fighters. It's hmm. called the fighting hypothesis. Um, because there's more surprise, I guess we. Whoa, Whoa this guy's got two hands. Whoa. <laughs> I guess we're hey conditioned now. to think to take a punch from a right hand. Yeah. Um, but uh, that may not be true. Although, if you look in certain like leagues, like boxing leagues, and you know, Ultimate Fighting Champions and stuff, you'll find more left-handers. When you put them head to head with a right-hander, it's it's they're no more likely to win. Well, they just that's just because left-handed people have had to fight their entire life. <laughs> just to just to just to get their own, get their fair share. Um, that's kind of true. Again, I feel I feel bad. I know that. Uh, you know. The, the whole world is designed for us right-handers. Yeah, well, listen, I've joked about you left-handed people, but I realize that you're just like us in a, in a way, and I think that I'm sorry about your struggles. Me too, except I will say that my mom's handwriting is just atrocious. Oh, boy. And yeah, the way she holds her pen, I don't she even, may, she how may is have that been, even possible? She, she, like, curls her hand all the way around? She actually may have been right-handed this whole time. <laughs> I don't know. Now maybe, that I think about it. Maybe it was just a... Maybe they were trying to put the pen in her right hand. Like, no, seriously, look at your handwriting. It's terrible. Well, happy birthday, Sydney's mom, and happy birthday yeah, to happy, you. Happy birthdays, mom. Happy birthday to you at home. Uh, if it's your birthday. If it's your birthday, that one 356th of you, I'm sure, are, are, are celebrating your birthday today. So congratulations. And, and if it's not, just play this episode again on your birthday. Listen to it again. Thank you to people tweeting about the show, like Allie Dreyer, Andrea Scheel, Matt Jones, Michael Dancy, Indie Geek, uh, Linus Ramal, Kip, Fred Wood, Harlequin Clarity, Feeney, Samus, Sarah Bay, David Belmore, Jameson Brewer, uh, Emily Allen. Thank you to everybody who told people to, to uh, Emily told uh, uh, another uh, friend of hers, Emily, to listen to our program. Uh, or maybe just somebody she knew, but uh, either way, she she told her, and we sure appreciate people spreading the word like that. You can use uh, sawboneshow.com as a link to share there if you want, or just link directly to our iTunes page. And uh, and thank you for the wonderful game we just received. 
Yeah, from our friends Let's, at GameSpot Playdate. They made yeah. a Sawbones game. We just received, we haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. We just went through it right before we recorded the show, and I am excited. It looks really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you to you I'm going to beat Justin. Probably. Stand to reason. You're much smarter than I am. Thanks, honey. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Uh, listen to other shows on the Maximum Fun Network. Why don't you? Now that you got some free time on your hands, celebrate your birthday with Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Wham Bam Pow, One Bad Mother. Uh, my brother, my brother, and oh, me. Thank you so much. The Goose Down, International Waters. So, so many other programs uh, for you to listen to. They're just waiting there for you. And while you're there at MaximumFun.org, why don't you head over to the forums? You can talk about this episode and every single episode on the entire network. Of the, ever in history there you go i'm uh, we're assuming you have a lot of free time thank you to the taxpayers for letting us use their song medicines for our intro and outro music you can go download all their stuff at their website and uh, follow them on twitter it's the taxpayers so thank you to them and thank you to you make sure you join us again next tuesday for another episode of Sawbones. until then i'm justin mcelroy i'm sydney mcelroy as always don't drill a hole in your head MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.